Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our sports. My name is Kevin Wilson. My co-host, John Cole, is on vacation uh, we will be calling John at exactly 5.30 p.m. today because this show is our fun with food truck show. Uh, this show will tell you everything you need to know about food trucks, but we're not going to get serious because John Cole already has a food truck show on the network. It's an outstanding show, so go to wildfireradio.com. I want you guys to download Food Truck Authority, and that is John Cole's other show, and he actually, that's going to be the serious show. Today, I'm going to show you uh, the places in Center City that you can get the best bang for your buck. Uh, I went through all the food carts, and I uh, looked for the best deals at the food carts, uh, I just want to let you know I am not a food truck guy. Uh, John Cole is our food truck expert. One of the reasons that we are lucky enough to have John Cole is because I don't know, I don't have a vast amount of knowledge about food trucks. So once again, uh, food truck authority at wildfireradio.com is your uh, authority on how to start a food truck, specifics about how to get a food truck on the road. This show is just a fun with food truck show. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to tell you the best bang for your buck in Center City. We're going to uh, have John Cole at 530 giving his input. And I'll just tell you about the food trucks that I like, uh, food trucks that uh, give you the best bang for your buck in Center City. So if you work in Center City, I'll give you the trucks that are giving you a good deal. I want to let everybody know, December, we will have five shows, because December is a five-week month. I welcome everyone to submit ideas for shows. I already have five shows planned out, and I'm going to post them on our Dining on a Dime Facebook page. I will post the entire five shows for the month of December on December 1st. If you have a good idea for a show topic, feel free, Dining on a Dime at yahoo.com. Uh, let me know your uh, idea for a show topic. If not, I have five. It's just that if I can get a better idea from our audience, that's fine. Special thanks to the legendary Craig LeBan for being on the show last week. Go to wildfireradio.com, download episode 12, and you will hear Craig give his Legendary expert uh, analysis. Uh, I want everybody to go to philly.com slash store and you will get the 2018 Ultimate Dining Guide. It was a thrill to have Craig on the show last week. Uh, we, we give all our thanks uh, for Craig for being on our show. Uh, philly.com slash uh, store and you get the 2018 Ultimate Dining Guide. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer, because if you have a foodie in your life who's looking at good places to go for just $5.95, you can get that and stuff the stocking with it. 
this is episode 13, uh, wildfireradio.com. It's fun with food trucks, so what did I do? I say, hey, look, I want to have a show that's going to have fun with food trucks. John Cole uh, already has the Food Truck Authority giving you expert analysis. I just want to have some fun with food trucks. So right now, my guest, special guest... (laughs) From Mama's Balls, uh, 2673 Haddonfield Road in Pensacola, New Jersey, uh, which had a wonderful article written up by Zagat, uh, which people can look at. Uh, Mike Antonori, the owner of Mama's Balls. Hi, Mike. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, Mike, we're going to get with you. He's going to actually be my co-host because John's off today. And we're going to be telling you about food trucks... Uh, dining on a dime at yahoo.com. My phone is right next to me. If you have a question for Mike, uh, Mike uh, started off. We're going to get deep into this after the emails, but he started off as a food truck and now he has a brick and mortar. Okay, uh, let's go to the emails. First email Bobby in Milbourne, PA. How about that? We, get, we expand. Bobby in Milbourne, hey guys, love the show. But notice that some of your shows are getting away from showing us the best value and are getting a little bit into giving us the best of. Because we did a Reading Terminal show. We showed you the best places inside the Reading Terminal. WildfireRadio.com, episode 7 and 8, is our ultimate cheesesteak show, which we committed to not giving you the cliche cheesesteaks. We told you about places you might not know, such as Leo's in Fullcroft. They give you great cheesesteaks. So that was kind of a best of. I got this email earlier in the week, and I started posting on my social media that we will go back into giving you the best bang for your buck. We did about four shows that were kind of best ofs and not really value. So that's what his complaint was. So Bobby and Milborn, keep listening, brother, because during December we are going to give you more best bang for your buck spots. Just to give you an example, next week is our Rittenhouse Square. Uh, it's our Rittenhouse Square Smackdown, which we will take the Rittenhouse Square area. We will tell you the best, and because this show is paid for by my wonderful book, the worst pl- places in the Rittenhouse Square area. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, question number two, email number two is from Jill in Warrington. Warrington. <laughs> uh, my question is specifically for Kevin, because the Wildfire Radio website says that you created the dining on a dime concept, when the reality is, if you Google that term, it is actually being used all over the country, and there is a YouTube channel with 200,000 plus views. Also, I believe Eater Philly has a Dining on the Dime section. Uh, please note that I was saying that I created the concept for my website. I will consult with our executive senior vice president of all things Dining on the Dime, Taylor, and I will make it more clear that I created the Dining on a Dime concept for my website. There are also, I am fully aware there are other people using the Dining on a Dime phrase, just so you know. The dining on a dime phrase is uh, legally just like twinkle, twinkle, little star. It's for public entity. Anyone can use that uh, phrase. It's not trademarked or copyrighted. 
All right. Do you see the kind of emails we get, Mikey? We have a lot of listeners. At least they're paying attention. That's right. Because, you know, at least I'm not just talking to Taylor. Uh, and that's good for you because you're promoting your business. <laughs> All right, guys. Mike Antonore, the owner. And can I call you a proprietor? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah. So we are uh, now. Mama's Balls. 2673 Haddonfield Road in Pensauken. Mike, tell us about Mama's. Uh, you're my favorite food truck. Oh, which, thank you. Which is why I'm thrilled that you're here today. Uh, I had the Philly cheesesteak meatball, which I felt was just an incredible, incredible... Uh, that was a good ball. ...amount of goodness. The Philly Dilly. So tell us about Mama's Balls. Well, we started as a food truck. Uh, I'd say we're going, this is our fifth season. It just passed. Uh, I had a friend of mine. We were friends for 20 years, and... Uh, I actually own a hair salon and was a hairstylist. I still am a hairstylist. I cut every other uh, Wednesday now. And I would cut his hair and talk to him about this crazy idea he had about making a meatball place. And people thought I was crazy. So uh, I finally talked him into it, and we started with the truck because that's your best way into the food business. It really is. You could do it at a really low cost if you do it right. And we started right around 2013 is when we hit the streets and 2012 is when this food truck scene was just starting 2011 2012 was when it first started in philly and we got it in the right time excuse me definitely uh you know the night markets were starting and all these little other things were starting to happen and i went to one night market and i'll never forget there was only maybe 20 trucks there if that and the lines were just ridiculous and i was like this is what we need to be doing so we start. We built the truck. We opened it up, and it's been good ever since. Uh, he just moved away last year. Him and his wife, they who they moved down to North Carolina, and they're living the dream out there. And I was like, I'm going to keep the truck going. So I kept it going, and I had an opportunity to rent a space uh, to make my own uh, commissary, in a sense. And I said, Well, if I'm going to have it, I might as well open it up and make it a store. So we added to our menu. We still have our balls. We have. Uh, Flatbreads, which we make our own flatbread dough. We put our we slice our balls down and we put them on top of it, and then we make flatbread specials as well. We have a couple sandwiches. We have that's a, at the restaurant. That's at the restaurant. Okay. On the truck, we're all balls all the time. Okay. That's it. And it, it's quick grab and go, so it's that's perfect it. for a food truck. We serve. We usually have about four different types of balls. We always have the mama's ball, which is my grandmother's recipe. We have the rocky ball boa which is sweet sausage with sautéed peppers and onions mixed into the mix, and then it's stuffed with sharp provolone cheese. And that comes topped with our house-made marinara, uh, more sautéed peppers and onions, baby arugula, and Parmesan cheese. Then we have That's a Spicy Ball, which is uh, Maglio's hot sausage with long hots, crushed red pepper, and a hot pepper cheese in the middle. And that comes topped with marinara, peppers and onions, uh, baby arugula, and Parmesan cheese. Also, we have the Rob Father, which is all turkey <laughs> with uh, sautéed broccoli Rob. Hold on, Rob Father? The Rob Father. Beautiful. Good. <laughs> the Rob Father. Uh, I love that. That's sautéed uh, broccoli Rob, stuffed with Asiago cheese, topped with our marinara, a pesto, our homemade pesto, arugula and Parmesan cheese. And the Rocky Ball Boba also gets pesto on top, which really turned it makes that ball the best one. That actually, we just got best of Philly this year. From Philly Mag, and they wow. they mentioned the Rocky Ball Boa. That was one of their favorite. It's like a sausage and pepper sandwich in a ball, and every bite tastes like a sausage and pepper sandwich. Wow, that's great. And uh, now here's the thing: 
If I want to try other products besides meatballs, I go to the store. You go to the store. Yeah, we have we have great stuff here. 2673 Haddonfield Road in Pensauk in New Jersey. And we have a chicken cutlet sandwich we call the Yobo. Oh, wow. Because everyone uses cuz, so we went with bow. That was another nice. South Philly's term that is, is rarely used anymore. So we do a chicken cutlet, and what we do is we put a garlic aioli on the roll. We put the chicken cutlet down. We put roasted red peppers, either sautéed spinach or broccoli rabe, whichever one you want, on top. Then we put uh, shaved Parmesan on top of that, and we toast that in our pizza oven. And I'll tell you what, when I was and it's th- good. When I was thinking about doing this show, this particular uh, food truck show, first thing I said to J. Cole, I said, we got to get Mama's Balls in. That is the most delicious, seriously, outstanding, delicious uh, uh, meatballs. Uh, now, here's the thing. If I want to get the sandwich that you're talking about and all the other stuff, I go to 2673 Haddonfield Road in Pensacola. Yeah, we're right down the road from the Cherry Hill Mall. If you're going away from the mall towards the Betsy Ross Bridge, where the old Pensacola Mart is, we're on Haddonfield Road that way. Oh, okay. And now, what if, do you have designated places for the food truck, or you just, whatever gig comes? No, the food truck, we basically, was always meant for festivals and okay. for bigger events. The only place where we'll be, and it's over now because of the season's done, is right. uh, Love Park next year. Okay. We have dates in Love Park. We don't have every date, but we de- they give us the dates that we're allowed in there. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, now, here's the thing. If you guys want authentic Italian meatballs, this is the spot. Uh, well, you got to get the, you got to get there. Well, the thing was is that you got to make it right, and everything that we based on is we make, even at the store, we make everything from scratch. Our salad dressings, our aiolis, our flatbread dough, we make everything. And the same thing was the basis for the truck on the meatballs is they got to be made right, and they had to be like your grandmother's. That was the whole plan was to every – I go everywhere, and I tried so many meatballs, and they all – you know, everyone claims to have the best meatball. Everybody. And, and I would say no self-respecting Italian would say our balls are number one, but we'll take number two. <laughs> so, because everybody's grandmother made the best meatballs, and I understand that. So, uh, but we do hand make every single ball. We stuff everyone with the cheese, and nice. we've tried to find a machine to do it, but you lose the quality when you do that. And uh, so uh, we're, we're looking, still looking to see if we can get somewhere to help us in our process. But right now... The machine making it, it just makes the ball too spongy and, and and hard, and that's not how meatballs should be. Exactly. And uh, Mama's balls, the truck. I saw you guys at the uh, Maniunk Street Festival. That's where I uh, was introduced to your great food. So those types of events is where they can see your food truck next season. Yeah, yeah. If you just follow us on Facebook, uh, we typically will post everything on Facebook of nice. where Mama's Meatballs, and we'll we'll uh, post where we're going to be. We're at Mama's Dot Meatballs on Instagram and at Mama's Balls on Twitter, and we'll post where we're going to be. And any of the big festivals that are going on, we're typically going to be there now. You know, we're kind of like the all dogs on the street. We've been doing this for five years. That's pretty long in the food yeah, truck in the business. Food truck was, yeah, that's that's a long time. So uh, we 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 uh, have some longevity, and we've made it through some Absolutely. of the ups and downs. And how the industry has changed, and it still is changing, because it's a constant change. And I've got nothing but love on social media from the other food trucks, because today we're paying them respect. We're giving respect to our food truck business, uh, the food truck industry. I uh, got a lot of love on social media from the other food truck entities. Uh, if you have a question... Uh, for Mike, we're going to keep it light because the authority is the Food Truck Authority on WildfireRadio.com, but we're going to keep a light, fun show talking about food trucks. Uh, 
I'm actually going to start a list. I have a list in my hand in, in a hermetically sealed envelope. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of just walking through Center City, uh, you know, looking at the food trucks and getting kind of like an idea of how much uh, so that you guys can get the best bang for your buck. Uh, I'm going to start off at 6th and Chestnut, which is right near the Liberty Bell. Uh, if you guys are down that way, there's a truck towards Chestnut Street. It's called Mom's. What? Not, no, you know, no yeah. copyright infringement. Well, they're food carts. Yeah, these right? are food carts. Yeah, because yeah. like what I was telling you earlier was that it's hard. For, the trucks aren't allowed in Center City except for Love Park. Right. So the food carts. These are, are food carts. Food carts are what we're going to be talking. See, I don't know the business. That's why John yeah. Cole's here. Yeah, there'll be, I there'll have be no food idea. carts. They're more like hot dog carts, but now they're making hot dog carts a little bit more fancier, which is good. Okay. Well, these are food carts. Yes. Uh, but I think I said truck online, and somebody correct. I didn't understand. Okay, now I know. Yeah. Okay, this first one is Mom's Food Cart. I switched it to say I can change the <laughs> script at any time. Uh, Mom's Food Cart is at 6th and Chestnut. Uh, they've won awards for their cheesesteak. Uh, but what caught my eye is that this is right next to the Liberty Bell, and they you can get a, a egg and cheese on a long roll. For just two twenty-five, which I thought was impressive, considering they're a feet away from the Liberty Bell. Yeah, actually, I've eaten cheesesteaks at that cart. Oh, really? Because did you e- like? It? I wanted to see. We're not bad mouthing. No, no, did you no, like no, it? No, yeah, it was good. No, it was really, it was really, really good. Because growing up in South Philly and growing up in Philadelphia, you live. I just eat cheesesteaks. I go. I was just in uh, Key West and I ordered a cheesesteak just oh, to wow. see what it was like, and it was actually really good. I was surprised. And I'll tell you what: if you guys want negative reviews. Tune in next week. We're doing the Rittenhouse Square. <laughs> so we'll be bashing a lot of places. That food next. card actually does, because I went to see what the tourists came and what they got and yeah. what they were serving. And they actually have a really good cheesesteak there. It's it's not bad to show off, because you figure everyone's coming in, they're seeing a the Liberty Bell. Oh, let's get a cheesesteak. Exactly. See, and, and that is such a cheap price even there for their cheesesteaks compared to other places. Yeah. And you can't beat it. It's on a long Amarosa roll, yep. two twenty five. It's egg and cheese. That's all you need, really. And two twenty-five for that area? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Because I'm not going to name names, but there's a truck, uh, food cart near there that charges three dollars for a soda. So uh, my next cart is a as a cart I really liked, and I invited them on the show, but they said they were too shy. It's called <laughs> Little Italy, Sixth and Chestnut. It's right across the street from Mom's cart, uh, going towards South Street that direction. And I found them, and they uh, make their own homemade meatballs. And I questioned that, because we, on this show, we are very skeptical of meatballs. I often say on this show that most homemade, most restaurants that advertise homemade meatballs mean that they were at home and they put them in the microwave. <laughs> uh, that's what most restaurants, and I'm not kidding. No, I've been the th- I'm telling you the truth, that I- most of the places that... And the more they brag about homemade meatballs, the less of a homemade meatball it is. People actually ask us on the truck all the time, like, do you make these? And I always, I joke and I say, no, I, I buy them at BJ's and then we use ragu. <laughs> and I just sell them to you for more money. And they look and they actually believe me when I tell them. And I'm like, no, we make every single one of these by hand is rolled at our store. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Mom's Food Truck is my first pick right next to the Liberty Bell, 6 and Chestnut, two twenty five for a egg and cheese on a long roll. My second pick is Little Italy, which is right across the street towards South Street. 
Uh, it's a family business. Uh, tr- uh, I keep saying truck. I'm sorry, Mike. I don't mean to. Uh, food carts. Food cart. Uh, and that's right across the street at 6th and Chestnut. And they legitimately make their own homemade meatballs. Uh, then I went up the street on my journey to teach you people where to get the best deal. I'm like, uh, I'm like uh, Forrest Gump running through the uh, village. Eighth uh, and Market in front of the Burger King is a nice card. He has a three dollar and fifty cent meatball sandwich. Another one. Yeah, on a long roll. Was he homemade? On a long roll. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the guy across the street from him at Eighth and Market. Uh, this guy's in front of the Burger King. You can get a three dollar and fifty cent meatball sandwich. How much was the other places? And the other now the place across the street from him does a cheesesteak. No, the ma- the uh, the uh, seven eight. You know, because for the little, little, little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just, and they put yeah. what, three balls on a long roll. I don't know. I didn't get one. I would think they would put three on a three. Would be that would be right. That's not. Yeah. That's still not a bad price. Because I'm on a journey to find these deals. I'm yeah. not on a journey to gain another hundred pounds. <laughs> uh, but uh, Eighth and Market uh, in front of the Burger King, three dollar fifty cent meatball sandwich, and the one across the street has three dollar fifty cent cheesesteak. So I'm just giving wow. you tips. That's a cheap cheesesteak. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you get what you pay for. Uh, but. Uh, I'm just giving you guys some tips on where to find the best bang for your buck in the food truck world. 5.30, we will have John Cole. Uh, we'll be calling him. Uh, now, we're going to keep going up market. All right, so my next best bang for your buck in the food truck world in Center City, because this helps the workers. If you're working in Center City and you keep paying 10, uh, you know, 10 or $15 for lunch, and all you really need is just to fill yourself up till dinner. Yep. You might not know that the food cart has this kind of pricing. You know what I mean? So uh, our next spot is at 9th and Market. This is my go-to truck. He's at 9th and Market. Uh, he does a great job. He's there six days a week, 12 hours a day. This is my go- I told John, too. I said, this is my go-to guy. I get coffee from him, and he's a very nice guy. He's at 9th and Market. But he also has a meatball sandwich, which is on a long roll. We're on a meatball theme here Yeah, today. on a long roll. <laughs> I figure you're here. So we'll look at meatball sandwich. On a long roll for just three fifty. Then as you go further up Market Street, because I kind of went between Market and Chestnut on my journey, on my Forrest Gump journey to teach you uh, where to get the best bang for your buck. 13th of Market has two carts. Uh, the one guy has, in both carts, you can get between three fifty and $4, you can get both cheesesteaks and meatball sandwiches on a long roll. These are all on long rolls. Oh, yeah. So if you're spending money in Center City, if you're spending 10 or 15 bucks in Center City going to a restaurant or whatever, these are the prices that you can go and fit. Because all you're doing at lunch is filling up till dinner. And I, I have told people on my social media that I don't know enough about halal trucks to even comment on those. But I hear there's a guy at 19th and JFK who gives you a wonderful meal, packed for seven, you know. Yeah, at the the halal trucks, do have some, some of them are really good. There used to be a guy right across from Love Park, and he was the falafel king. Okay. And he was there for years. He was there before any cars were there. I haven't seen him. I don't know what happened. He did win, like, the Vendi Awards right. when they came out for food trucks a couple years ago. He got, like, the first year they had the Vendi Awards. He won. Wow. His falafels were amazing. But the last couple times we've been to Love Park, he hasn't been there. And I don't know... What uh, happened to him? Because the stuff was, was unbelievable. Because yeah. 
Well, keep going up your streets when we get up to Love Park. Okay. Uh, 13th of Market. Uh, there's two trucks. Uh, you can get between three fifty and $4. Uh, we'll get you both meatballs and cheesesteaks. Uh, then I'm at Broad Street because I like this slate. There's a nice cart at Broad and Samson. Uh, and they also have a three fifty. So the theme in Center City is that if you're looking to just fill yourself up for dinner and you're working in that area, you might not know that there are food trucks within a block or two of where you're working. They can fill up till dinner for four bucks, basically. Uh, yeah, and well, in getting to where I stand around Love Park between 16th, between JFK and I guess that's Market, right? Right. Yeah, right there is a strip of them. And the good thing about that strip is they're all different kinds. Yes. You have a Mexican one now that just started there. There's a cheesesteak one. Exactly. Uh, they're not just all kind of just like the hot dog cart. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, like I told everyone in our first episode, uh, wildfireradio.com, uh, download the uh, Old City Smackdown episode. And we both, me and John both told people, we're not going to talk about stuff we don't know. If we're not expert in that topic, I'm not going to talk about it. And that's my uh, that is my position on the halal. Tra- I don't know hardly anything about them. That's why I'm not going to be naming them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go on in public and say I know something I don't. You know. Yeah. And then my favorite food truck in Center City, Philadelphia, where you can get the biggest bang for your buck is Tony's Food Truck. He's at 23rd and Market. Good coffee, but guess what he does? He gives you an egg, and I bought, I have purchased this several times, because I I figure two bucks, it's not killing me for lunch, you know what I mean? He gives you an egg and cheese on a long Amorosa roll uh, for two bucks even. For two bucks? Two bucks even. Jesus. So I'm telling you guys again, Tony's. And Taylor, if you ever get into the city, this is your spot. Tony's at 23rd and Market for just two bucks. Uh, he gives you a nice long roll, egg and cheese. And I have gotten it several times because I, I was thinking to myself. He's, he must be robbing the rolls. I don't know. He was, <laughs> if Tony is shoplifting the rolls, I Those no rolls idea. are falling off the back of a I truck. I told him to listen today. <laughs> I told him to listen today. His profit margins are zero. <laughs> but listen. Or he's got a he's got a handful of chickens. Well, here, here's the thing: if you got if you have I keep um, bad English, but if you have a work area like 15th of Market, there's tons of office yep. buildings, and you only get 20 minutes, 30 minutes for lunch, it might not be a bad idea. Skip up to Tony, uh, a couple hey. blocks, pay your two bucks. Uh, my thinking with Tony is this. I don't really, you know, my focus every day is dinner. I go out, and the reason I started blogging and the reason I started being a food writer, I have a book at Barnes & Noble that you're going to hear a lot about before the show is over. Uh, The reason I started all that was because my focus is dinner. I like to go out for dinner. I live alone. I don't like to cook. I hate to cook. I'll put pasta in a uh, Tupperware container, and I'll boil it. You know what I mean? But in the microwave? I do not go to step two. I have no idea about cooking. So what I do is I like to eat out. So as I started eating out in the Roxborough Maniac section, I said Yelp was big. Yelp is no longer as big as it was. But at the time, I started blogging. Yelp was your main thing. So I had a friend of mine say, dude, you go out every night for dinner. Why don't you start photoing it and blogging on Yelp? So I was like, ah, you know, who wants to do that? 
I was on Yelp, and uh, I blogged, and I don't know if I should name the restaurant, because this, well, we're a shoot show. I'll tell you what, I'm going to name the restaurant. <laughs> Couch Tomato Cafe on Manioc Main Street in Manioc. I gave them a bad review. They immediately started harassing me with emails, right? Hey, dude, what the hell? Right? So here's the thing. I said, somebody is making money off of this. Oh, I, you know what? I told this story in the introduction episode. Go to uh, wildfireradio.com. You'll hear the full story by downloading the introduction episode. Bottom line is I figured somebody was making money from the reviews because why would they be emailing me twice a day? And that's when I started my own website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. See, I, I don't go, when people write up reviews about us, even we have a couple that are, you're, you're never going to make everybody happy. Right. But I, I just don't respond. Right. I just, I yeah, just, well, some people, I think it's better not to say anything. Uh, I still have a pretty good following on there, and I don't participate in Yelp. I just think it's too inaccurate. Okay. So anyways, so if you're in the Center City area, my top suggestion would be Tony's. Uh, two bucks. You can't beat it. Egg and cheese. 23rd and Market, uh, basically you can skip out of work, hop up the street, uh, you know, and, and you get a two bucks. Two bucks is not going to kill you. My main okay. focus is dinner. So I'm just, lunch is just a slice of pizza at Joe's Pizza in Center City, or it's, uh, you know, it's just something to get me to dinner. Well, you know? You're not going to get as cheap as that on our on no, the food no, trucks. Two but bucks. I mean, when Love on. Park is open, they'll always have at least two to three trucks there, and you'll get options that you don't normally can get exactly. in Center City. Exactly. Uh, we have Foolish Waffles, which are with us all the time. They make unbelievable sandwiches on waffles, which are all, wow. everything is handmade. That's pretty cool. Uh, they're so good. Uh We've been there with – they'll always have a good selection of trucks there. The thing that with the trucks that have been around the longest and have keep going are – it's the quality. you got to make everything by hand. Okay, right now, the, the greatest food truck authority in this business is on the phone. Uh, the I'm, man, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a belt. Go ahead, sir. The man who can take your food truck idea and put it into a food truck business that will make a huge profit. John Cole is on the phone. John, how are you? Good, sir. Good. I'm uh, shooting up 95, returning from vacation. Oh, my goodness. And I know you got my man Mike in the studio with you. Oh, so. I'm so happy to have Mike here. <laughs> How's it going, John? Hey, what's going on, bud? John, Mike, I've said it a bunch of times. Mike is my oldest, I'm probably best looking, but oldest food truck friend. <laughs> well, thank you. We met as soon as we opened our truck. John was just starting to hit Twitter, and I wow. noticed that he was always tweeting yeah. things out. So I just said, listen, I'm going to make friends with this guy as fast as possible because he's really <laughs> on the scene. And we've been friends ever since. I mean, it's like, you know, he tweeted everything that we yeah, tweeted. And it just, he was the, one of the first guys, because like, we said, we're like old timers in it, doing this five years now. That was really starting to really spread out the word to all the people through Twitter and, and social media. Hey, John, we're not putting your safety at risk, are we? No, no, no. The luckiest woman in the world. Oh, is driving great. This trip. <laughs> oh, good. That's good to hear. Uh, John, She's driving every leg into the trip. She's like my personal Uber. John, <laughs> I wanted to drive back from Long Beach on a state single. Last time I talked to John uh, through uh, you know, earlier this week, John was in a heated pool. <laughs> He I said, was, that's the truth. He said, listen. Uh, it, it, it's pretty nice down there, I won't lie. I would have, uh, I enjoyed the week immensely. Happy uh, belated Thanksgiving to you guys. Oh, yes, you too, John. Uh, John was having his Thanksgiving in luxury. That's great. Not bad. 
So, John, I, I was. We sat down to Myrtle Beach. We had uh, my sisters in law join us down there, some other family. That's great. Uh, it was a nice time. Real nice time. That's great. John, I want to just give you your credentials a plug real quick. John is the co host, mm-hmm. wildfireradio.com. I want you to download the Food Truck Authority because there are a lot of people, and I was surprised when I first started doing this gig how many people really want to get a food truck on the road. Oh. And uh, if you go to wildfireradio.com, John and Gary are the ultimate experts in the business. They actually tell you more so the business aspect of the food truck business. Today, we're just having fun. But uh, John, if you want to, John, tell them about the show. Uh, It's exactly what you said. Um, We're having some fun today. I have gotten people for years ask me questions about how do I do this and how do I do that. And I hate to say it, but Mike understands exactly what I mean. Sometimes you got to be the bad guy. Sometimes you got to say to someone, look, man, this is a real hard business. You know, Mike's a good guy. He's always smiling. Uh, he'll tell you. Uh, these guys in the food truck industry break their back. Um, so what we'll do is, is we'll sit down with someone and we'll see if they actually have an idea that we can take over the goal line. And I hate to say this, but a lot of times you can't. But we let people know that ahead of time rather than have them spend, you know, five figures thrown out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the biggest problem. I always tell people, they ask me all the time, too. Uh, when I first started, I went to a truck that's no longer on the road with Vernalicious. And I, I'm good friends with both of the people that had the truck now. And I asked them for help. And they looked at me. The first thing they said to me is, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like. Yeah, but, which is funny because Verna's opening up a brick and mortar yes, now. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And I thought to myself. I was like, Verna, didn't you, didn't you tell us to not get into this? Oh, totally. She told me the same thing when I opened mine. She was like, you're crazy. Yeah. And, it's a, and, you know, people are going to tell you. Then I walked away from that first meeting with them, and I looked at my partners, and they were like, maybe we shouldn't. I said, of course they're going to tell us not to do it. They don't want competition. Yeah, sure. So that was the first thing. But then as you get into it, 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 will, be, very true. it will be the hardest you've ever worked in your life and the hottest conditions and then the coldest conditions. And then no. – <laughs> It, the, the truck in the summer is a literally an oven, and in the winter, it's a walk-in box. Yeah, I could imagine. Because all the metal just yeah. holds all of it in. But the, the biggest thing that me and John have talked about is you got to have a good concept, and you got to have that concept. If you don't, and you just think you're a good cook, it's not going to work. And John always tells the story about the pers- person that wanted to do the all-coffee truck. John, tell us about that. Here's the deal. Um, and I've been in this business myself. As far as coffee goes, you can buy it at Wawa. You can buy it everywhere. For you to sell a cup of coffee at two bucks a shot, do you know how many cups of coffee you have to sell before you break even on even like a modest forty or $50,000 bill? And you had a person that wanted you, to do an all-coffee truck, right, John? Yeah. Isn't that something? Absolutely. Well, you look at the and guys... Who was the guys that did the, the Rival Brothers? They started with that, but they did it at the right time and the right place in Philadelphia. And uh, then they got a yeah. brick and mortar, a brick and mortar, because you'll yeah, make more right, doing they that. Were by, um, Drexel. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they picked the, they were they were at the right time at the right place, and they had the right spot for the truck. Hey, John, tell us about your favorites. List some uh, food trucks that you like that we can see at an event sometime. Well, obviously, you should go see Mama's Balls. I shouldn't have to say that more than <laughs> once. But um, I've had some I've had some really good friends that have helped me out in the industry. 
Um, Cupcake Carney. Uh, okay. Jeff Jimenez, I've known him forever. Yep. Um, another Cupcake Truck, House of Cupcakes. Uh, these guys are really at the top of their game. Yeah, they make um, cupcakes. Uh, my other buddy, uh, my other buddy Mike from Underground Donuts. I mean, to get that donut hot and fresh. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. I don't know if anybody else is doing that. His French so, toast donut is my favorite. Uh, I like the French toast donut, and I like the Homer. Yep, yep, they're both good. <laughs> I just that's really good stuff. And if you're more towards, I'll say the Jersey side of the river, you definitely want to look for a truck like Five Sisters. They're a little uh, bit more down the shore. Um, those guys have handed a bunch of Best of Awards, too. Yeah, they have quality uh, stuff. Quality they, stuff. They have they won Best Burger, Best Bacon, Best This and That. Uh, very good to me, they're an example of a, of a well-rounded truck. And I'll tell you, you can do one of two things in this business to make money. You can be well-rounded like them, or you can do what Mike does. He specializes in one food That's it. that everybody loves, and they will walk over each other to get them. Yeah, you do one thing and do it really, really good. That's that's yeah. That really simplifies it so that there's no confusion. And it, it, for me, I thought about it for a long time. It keeps your food costs down. You only have one thing that you yeah. cross-utilize everything that's going on. Whereas if you have a truck with a huge yeah. menu, you're really you're limited. You're limited to your space and how much money you can make. Well, that's the problem. I mean, if you have a restaurant with a big menu, great. Where are you supposed to put all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, you're limited you know on your mean? space on the truck. A bunch of, yeah. What what you've kind of set up is, and I use you a lot when I talk to people, they ask me, I use you as an example quite a bit of what you're trying to shoot for is what Mike did. He gets it right. He gets it right every time consistently. And that keeps people Summer, coming back. Summer, winter, this year, last year. Yeah. And if you can do that, you'll, you've got something. Absolutely. When you have to sort of, you know, start going back and forth a little bit, it's hard. It's and I just, hard. I want to thank the food truck uh, industry for being so supportive of this show. I got not, a lot of buzz from them thanking us because today we're paying respect to the food truck industry. Uh, I told everybody up front, John, that I'm not a food truck guy. I, you know, I, I gave a couple spots that I go to that you are the leading expert uh, in all things yeah, but food you know, you know oh yeah, yeah, but I'm saying I, pretty I, well. I can tell you if you there's know, when horrible food coming from a food truck, but well, I don't go to them as often. So I'm so happy that I'm so ha- I'm so happy that John is able to join us. Well, the beauty of food trucks is that when we show up, we're like we say we're like a traveling carnival. Most of us all know each other and have worked with each other, and uh, yep. And then, and we which him a call. We uh, uh, we're all friends, and it's like you. We could show up, and we change the whole dynamic of a small town by having so much different food show up at one time that you'll never see in that town like, again until the next time we show up. Like maple shade, absolutely. When is, when is the last time maple shade saw the um, earlier this year, Mike, several other trucks from maple shade. I was there with uh, Marilyn Johnson, Philly Grub, who does our happy hour segment. That's right. Um, and we shot over to uh, maple shade. And you can see the looks on those people's faces. They just hadn't seen that level of food before. Yeah, the variety, the, you know. And, you know, the next day, I hate to say it, the food trucks were gone, you know, and they were back to eating at some deli or a McDonald's at the corner. That's right. 
That was like when we did that the first year we did Maple Shade. They talked about there was one review that said, uh, I went to this one place and I got uh, this and that and I only paid five dollars and I had to wait in line. And I wrote back, I said, well, you'll be able to go there again tomorrow because they're open again tomorrow. I said, but that <laughs> night was the only night 15 trucks of different flavors of a barbecue truck, cow and the curd. You have Wink and Moo, yeah. us, some pig, all these different trucks that have these amazing foods showed up in your town and then we're gone. But that place will still be there tomorrow. That's it. And listen, yeah. uh, I just want to tell the people the Philly Grubs uh, segment will return next week. It's the happy hour segment. Uh, uh, they're not able to do it this week, but they will be back. Uh, www.phillygrub.blog uh, to read the incredible blog. Uh, John, name some events that we could look for. To uh, what are your favorite events with the food trucks? Uh, I would have to say, off the top of my head, I'll, there's, I'll, I'll give you a rotating one, and I'll give you one that's pretty much every week. If you go over to the Lorita Winery. Like, 40 weeks a year, they have food trucks now. It's insane. It started with, like, three or four weeks. Now they're up to close to 40. Um, you can go over to LaritaWinery.com, uh, or I think maybe it's NJLaritaWinery.com, and they have all the different theme weeks with all the different food trucks. My favorite, probably, pure food truck event would have to be Philadelphia's Night Market. Oh, okay. Um, there's, nothing, there's nothing like Night Market. You get, you know, 50, 60, 70 trucks spread out over a mile, sometimes a mile and a half. Some, and, and it's like a traveling show. Um, they've hit pretty much every major neighborhood in Philly. Some have been great. Some have not. You know, some have had weather issues, whatever. But if you can get to a night market, that's your opportunity to see the biggest and the best trucks in the Philly area. No. Yeah, the night market. And, and the, the spring, the, the one that kicks it all off is the Maniunk Main Street one in the spring. That's yeah. like that's our kickoff for the whole season. And we that's all, a great festival That's every a huge year. one. That one's great. And the one that's really been really, really good is Phoenixville. We've been going out to Phoenixville now for a couple of years now from when they started. And they started with eight trucks, and now they're up to 60. Wow. And it is yeah. one of the best festivals out there for food trucks is right in Phoenixville. And a lot of the small towns now in Jersey have picked up on it, like Maple Shade and uh, Pittman and places Pittman. like that. And they've just been amazing festivals, amazing festivals. People come out, and it's a place where now, especially in the, in the smaller towns where it's meet your neighbor. Because no one talks to each other anymore. There's not that community anymore they where really you know your don't. neighbor. You don't. I mean, when I was a kid, you know what I mean? A light bulb blew out or something. Maybe, you know, in your garage, maybe you'd go and talk to a neighbor, borrow a light bulb. Nobody talks to each other anymore. No, but when they come this out to these the festivals, like yeah, when they come yeah. out to these festivals, you'll see the old lady that you you haven't seen her in 20 years because yeah. you don't go outside or you moved away and she's still there. And then you'll see these people all talking to each other like, oh, my God, how have you been? How are your grandkids? Because they don't, they don't, yeah. no one does that anymore. And that's what these festivals have become. These food truck things are almost a little bit like family reunions. Absolutely. Family and friends will get together. And, you know, keep in mind, some family reunions have good food. Uh, others not so much. I would suggest let the food trucks do the food, and you just find the time to go out there. Exactly. I think that's a great idea. And, uh, yeah, and then I, well, you know what? I've got a perfect example. Um, the last food truck event I caught Mike at, I might be wrong, but I think it was... Chinatown's night market. Yes. And there were people around the other side of your truck 
would have seen each other the entire year. And yeah. that's what happened. And they were like, oh my God, I can't believe you were here. And yeah. the Chinatown. And I was like, the Chinatown night market, John, actually surprised me and impressed me because the food truck business was out in full force there. I didn't. I don't remember seeing it as big as it was this year. Yeah, it was. It was a good festival, the Chinatown festival. It was a nice night. The one thing that in the Chinatown festival that we find is that uh, a lot of the trucks that or the other stands that sell the Asian food, yeah, they do really well. And it's like kind of like well, we're in Chinatown selling meatballs, which you usually <laughs> don't get a chance to get in Chinatown. But right? uh, we did okay still. That's great, John. I know there was a truck. Yeah. There was a truck that we liked at the Cheesesteak Festival. I believe it was Grubaholics. Is that right? Grubaholics does a nice job. Those guys work hard. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, and I'm sure Gary will let me know if I'm wrong. Pretty sure Gary put their truck together. He put their menu together. Um, they, Gary was the one of the first ones to say to them uh, they were doing uh, Jamaican style food. And they were trying to think of a way to get it over. And Gary had said, well, why don't you put it in a cheesesteak? Yeah. And now great. that chicken cheesesteak they do is legendary. Yeah, they're Jamaican yeah, jerk chicken cheesesteak. It's awesome. It yeah, really it is. It's really good. Yeah, it's, I remember it's those guys, really good. I mean, they started over on uh, Frankfurt and Girard. They would show up. And that's where they would just have their little setup. Yeah. And I went up and talked to them. And we had just done the show Eat Street. And I was like, yeah, I have a food truck called Mama's Balls. And they were like, oh, you're famous. <laughs> and I just laughed. I said, look, you just need to get a sign on this truck. I said, your food's good. I was like, that that cheesesteak's killer. And they're still in the game now. Yeah, they were great. And uh, today, just so they everyone knows. They were one of the saving graces at that cheesesteak festival. Yeah, they because, were. You know, I've talked about this before. Um, I've taken a few shots for it. But I'm sorry, that festival was a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, Rumbleholics kind of really put a really good cheesesteak, a good product out there. And I I had emails uh, with nobody. Uh, people agreed with you totally on your points that you made. Uh one thing I want to tell everybody, you got great trucks out there. Today we are paying homage to the food truck industry. Uh, we're telling you about great food trucks. I read off uh, food trucks, if you're in Center City, that give you the best bang for your buck. You get you can go to 23rd and Market to Tony's. He's got a $2 egg and cheese on a long roll. If you're just filling up for dinner and you just want to get long till dinner, you got Tony's. Uh, but yeah. today, and I want to thank, I don't know if it's because of you, John, because you're the expert, but we are getting a lot of respect uh, from the food truck industry. Once I promoted this show and I did the hashtag food truck, I had a lot of food trucks following me. I, uh, there's a food truck finder app uh, that I didn't even yeah. know about it. They started following me. Do you know anything about that, John? Do you know? Um, I will say this much. I no, I, I I'm familiar with the app. I don't I don't know if they've had all the kinks worked out of that. Right. Uh, there was some kind of membership involved, and I don't know if necessarily people wanted the food trucks. You know, if you want to tell someone where a food truck is, that's great. Right. If they have to start paying for advertising, uh, that's I agree. Less great. Yeah, I agree. One of the things I wanted to talk about was yesterday was Small Business Saturday. Yes. Right? Yes. When you own a food truck, and I know Michael backed me up here. Every day is small business day. Yeah, absolutely. A food truck is the ultimate small business. It absolutely is. Uh, I mean, you know, it's it's just, it's the four walls, it's the wheels, it's the motor. And then, of course, it's the kitchen. Yep, so right. you kind of, you want to support small businesses. People say they don't know how to do that. Grab your lunch off a truck. 
Yeah, it's like they're, 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 you know what I mean. Food trucks and food carts are no longer the roach coaches anymore. Like they really stepped our game up. Oh and my goodness! People don't understand when we charge our prices too. The how much it costs to operate one, not just for lunch, but no. for the festivals. What our festival prices are they and our fees it. are. Like people think that we just show up and we're just like at this festival and it's all free. It's yeah, like right. we're already in the hole before we even start the day. Yeah, and the fees are enormous. I tried oh. to get into a fact. I was like, no, seriously, how much is it? <laughs> uh, Whoa! And, and that's the this. This year, I've seen, well, this year the weather was the worst year we've ever had for weather. Spring was completely washed yeah. out. So, you know, and you, when great. you pay these fees, they're, they're rain or shine. That's so right. if it rains and it's done, you don't get your money back. And that got rained out. Then it went to 110 degrees, and no one wants to come out and eat hot food at 110 degrees. Right. And then we went into the fall, and we had a couple good weekends, but then it got real cold, and it rained as well. Right. So this season was bad, and this year, now that the the, the, the trend is becoming more having a foothold, you're seeing uh, the organizers are putting more trucks into the event, charging higher fees. And a lot of these places... Uh, aren't having the turnouts that they should have. So what's happening now is next year, a lot of us aren't going to go back to some of the ones that have the higher fees in 30 trucks. Yeah, because the fees There should only be 20 trucks, not 30 trucks. And we're so happy that John called in. Uh, John, uh, John, you made the greatest point today. If anyone gets anything from this show is that if you want to support a small business, go to a food truck. Absolutely. And I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. Yeah, everyone on the trucks work hard. Yeah, the people work hard. You know, you keep in mind, I mean, well, now Mike has a storefront. I'm sure he'll talk about that. Yep. But for a long time, Mike's entire business platform, per se, is that truck. Absolutely. That's about as small as him. It's a few family members, friends, employees. That's about as small as a small business gets. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I've said this a million times before, and I'm not saying it because Mike's in the studio. I've said it on different radio shows. He said shows. it on I've this show. Said on the show, um, it, it's my favorite food truck. Mike is my, Mike is my <laughs> oldest friend in the business. It's my favorite food truck. The two things are a happy accident, but I have never literally gone to Mike's truck and never not had good food. Ever. I totally agree. I mean, if you look at me, you see clearly I eat a lot, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, he likes he likes his spicy balls, and now that we have the store, he likes to come and do his uh, off-menu items that John's famous for. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, what other food trucks? Yeah, no, I, I've messed around a little bit with some of Mike's items. Um, I'm pretty sure, I've tried to tell people before. That John's secret menu is like a joke. Please don't go into Mike's store. <laughs> we'll make it for you. If you come in, we'll make it. Food. We'll make it John's secret menu. Now, John, what if that, <laughs> tell us, tell the listeners more about uh, industrial food truck. What exactly? Uh, uh, industrial food truck is owned and operated by Gary Koppelman uh, over on uh, oh god, I never remember the name. Fifty four hundred Grays Avenue, I think. And if I get the address wrong, Gary, he'll tell me on <laughs> Tuesday. Um, basically, that's really the place where your food truck uh, idea becomes a reality. All the fabrication is done there. Um, you start from day one talking to Gary about what you want to do, what size truck do you want, um, you know, what you plan on doing. You know, for example, a barbecue truck, a ramen noodle truck, pizza truck, meatball truck, taco truck. They're all different bills. One size does not fit all in the food truck industry. Yeah. Um, food truckers work with anything. They always make it work. They're super versatile. But if they're building one from, like, the wheels up, yeah, um, uh, different trucks have different needs. 
Okay, now and that's really where you sit down there and you talk to Gary about budget, platform, what exactly you want to do. I've heard Gary tell people before, you don't need that much. Now, most people would not be honest and say that. Right. They just charge whatever they can charge. Gary has said to people, let me save you some money here. And Gary has put some big-time food trucks on the road, right? He has. He's, he's worked on, well, right now, uh, Chris Service from uh, formerly the Blue Duck, but now he's at Northeast Sandwich Company. And he's done uh, Taqueria del Norte. He did North Shore Eats down in Wildwood. He's got another venture coming up. Uh, Gary just put a very new sort of truck on the road for him. Um, I would tell everybody that listens, go look online, Industrial Food Truck on Instagram. Go look at the truck that Gary put together and, for uh, Chris Service. And w- if you're listening to this show, you probably know who Chris is. And wildfireradio.com, they can also download your other show, The Food Truck Authority. And you guys have, you guys have done a great job on that show. Uh, just you know, giving business inside tips, etc. Uh, but yeah, we're running a series right now called "So You Want to Buy a Food Truck." And what we've tried to do each week is take you through the steps. One week we talked about concept. One week we talked about construction. Another week we'll talk about budget. You know, where do you find the money for this? Exactly. Most people don't have fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars sitting in a brown paper bag at their house. That's exactly You know, how do you get the financing for something like this? And if you listen to that show, you'll learn something new every week. I had no idea how how much it cost. I thought about it for two years before we even get it, and I designed the whole truck in my head. And I was was casually eating my dinner, and he said the figure of how much it cost to get a normal food truck, and I was like, whoa. Well, we got into it since it was so long ago. We got in a lot cheaper. We built ours. We bought a truck. And then we got all the equipment that we needed, and then we had someone else put it all in. They didn't have industrial food trucks then. Right. That wasn't even around or places yeah, that did this. Yeah, they really didn't. We had, the original OG trucks were built in people's garages and in people's backyards. And the truth is, they're still running, and they're still turning enough. out amazing food. Yep. We, ours has been going now. We've had to replace uh, a refrigerator. Uh, you know, we had a guy, Erie, do ours, who was amazing, and he did our stuff, and he put it all together in a cheap price, but now the prices have doubled from what we paid. Wow. But, and I tell people that all the time, yeah. I'm like, make sure you know exactly what you want and what you're going to do. We worked with coolers. Before, we didn't even have refrigerators. We were we didn't have money to put the refrigerator, so we just worked with coolers because we knew we could get away with that with ice in them. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got a fridge to fit into the spot. But you got to really think it out before you build it and before your yeah. concept. And I just want to remind our listeners, today is our Fun with Food Trucks show, where we're just having a lot of fun. We're talking to Mike Antonore from Mama's Balls, 2673 Haddonfield Road in Pensauken is his brick and mortar. But also, if you're at a festival, look for Mama's Balls. He has the absolute best meatballs. Best of uh, Philly. Best of Philly 2018. Best of Philly 2018. <laughs> uh, and you can all- reach us on our website at www.mamasmeatballs.com. And that'll give us our whole menu of our brick and mortar. I like your Instagram. Tell them the Instagram. Mamas.meatballs. Nice. Yeah, yeah our Instagram yeah. is that one. Keep in our- mind, I've been telling people over to Best of Philly since 2014. Right. And, 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 <laughs> ironically, ironically, it was Philly Grub, uh, who is a contributor to our show, who actually talked about you, and that's what got me uh, to come try. Yeah, well, we're doing it. Our next big festival will be uh, 
December 15th, we oh. were going to be, well, in the, the, on the for, 1st, I believe it is, we're going to be in Medford, New Jersey for the uh, for some kind of thing. I forget what it's called. Okay. And then we're going to be the 15th. We're going to be at Headhouse Square down on South Street. Uh, for oh, God. they have wonderful food trucks down in Headhouse Square yeah. every Sunday, I believe, right? I, I, I'm not sure, but we're, def- we're going to be there with uh, Gotcha All Turkey Bacon. And we're okay. doing a festival there. There's going to be about 10 or 12 trucks there, and we're having our uh, our blue balls are coming out. Nice. We don't make them often, but it's just our regular meatball with bacon. <laughs> yeah, we got the bacon cooked in the ah. – we cook the bacon in the ball, stuff it with blue cheese. We top it with a blue cheese – our house-made blue cheese dressing with bacon bits and a little bit of arugula on top. And like I told everybody up front, John, at the beginning of the show is that I I hand the ball off to you when it comes to food trucks because you're the authority – uh, you I'll are tell the, you this. This is a set of blue balls you absolutely want. Yeah, yeah. They, come, they come better in sets too. You should always buy them two at a time. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't want to leave one out. Yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, fun with food trucks is our show today. Uh, John, do you have any other favorite? Yeah, let me, yeah, let me just say this real quick, and I'm going to zip out of here so you and Mike can wrap it up. Okay. Uh, the food truck, Mike in particular, food truck industry in general, uh, really embraced me. You know, there was a time where I was just a guy out there. Uh, with my cell phone, telling people, hey, this is really good food. Um, now we're here with radio shows, and Mike's got a storefront. Um, I got to wonder where we'll be five years from now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, there's more so, of us. Like, you know, I'm... You look at, like, us and my mom's uh, pierogies and uh, Oink and Moo. We're all, we've done our, we've put our time in on the streets and we're moving to brick and mortars, but we're still not going to give up the trucks because they're just, it's it's such a, you're going to see, and you're starting to see this too now, stores are, that were already established places are opening up food trucks now. Yeah. Because it's another way of revenue. We're the beginnings of a new. advertising, it's another revenue stream, absolutely. My guy, my chef that works for us said he's, this is the first time he's ever worked, he says, we're creating something new. We put the cart before the horse. So we started with, we're a food truck now that has a store where you, basically people who had stores opened up food trucks. That's right. So it's like yep. we've really done it backwards and we're creating a new industry and on how to do this because there really is no right or wrong way because we're starting it. And the food truck business is popping right now. Oh, it is really. Well, they said it was a fad and it was going to be gone by five years and it's not really going away. When you see, when you see, that. I remember years ago being on social media, people telling me next year nobody will remember that, and I'm like, okay, let's see. Yeah. I remember that every time yeah. I walk into Mike's store, I'm like, this is a hell of a fad. The guy's got a storefront now. It's bigger exactly than ever. When- yeah, and, and, and the store is, becomes a natural thing for people who have food trucks if, when they start getting into the game to know it. You're going to pay a high commissary fee. People don't realize what a commissary is and what that fee is. So if you could, But you can't sell out of the front of the commissary. So if you get your own store, you could sell out the front and the truck goes out the back. You have two ways of revenue coming into your store. That's right. And that's what most people don't see or didn't. They, when you, as you get into the game, you realize this is how I'm going to cut my costs. This is, you start becoming a business person and realizing this is how we're going to do it and make more money or cut my costs down and my uh, liabilities down. Right. So, yep. John, uh, any parting words? No, I just, uh, Mike, thanks for stepping in there today. Yeah, thank you. Um, no problem. I'll catch up with you as soon as I can. Kevin, always love working with you. Uh, I'll tell you what, John. Um, I, will, I, will, I will catch you next week, so I'm going to zap out of here so Mike can promote the store a little bit more. Thank you, and John. thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Food Trucks, for supporting. Yeah, thanks. Stay hungry, everybody. Thank you, John. See you, bud. Okay, that was our own uh, resident food truck expert, John Cole, calling in. 
schedule. Uh, yeah, so what we're going to do is we are live. Uh, this is our Fun with Food Trucks show. Mike Antonori, the owner of Mama's Balls, 2673 Haddonfield Road in Pennsauken. So, Mike, you have your schedule? I do. We have, uh, so the 29th, we're going to be at a, a whiskey and beer and wine tasting over at the Crystal Tea Room. <laughs> uh, we'll be giving out our balls that night. They'll be free, but you got to oh, buy wow. tickets to get in. Yeah. But they do have some amazing uh, uh, cocktails that will be going on there. Uh, then on the 30th, we're going to be at a beer and wine festival or tasting at the Armory. On the 1st, we're going to be in Medford, New Jersey at the Dickens Festival in Medford, uh, where it's kind of like a Christmas celebration for that town. And then we go into December 7th, we'll be in Maple Shade for their tree lighting ceremony right. again. That's a good one. And then our last one of the season is going to be the 15th at Head House Square for Gotchall Turkey Bacon. Yeah, and they have a lot of good trucks at Head House Square. My mom's Polish Kitchen is down Well, she'll way. be there. Uh, actually, it's all sponsored by uh, MMR and oh, Preston wow. and Steve. The, nice. Steve will be there, so he's going to have a lot of fun talking about our balls. And that was the other thing, too, is that you know, we tried to make this our truck to be as funny as possible with the names of the right. balls. Yeah. And just uh, kind of go lightly with it, and people tend—they seem to like it. I mean, we still—we're still here, so we must be doing something right. That's right. And I just want to thank the food truck industry as a whole for giving me such support about this show. Uh, a lot of you guys shout out, shouted out to me on social media. We want to just give you much respect and love from our show to you because you guys are a very important part of uh, you know dining on a dime. Yeah, you could get. I mean, the, the what you could get now on a food truck at the price that you could get. Again, our prices are a little bit higher than the carts in Center City. Right. We do have a lot more overhead and cost, but uh, you do get amazing restaurant quality food for an amazing price. That's it. And we can't thank Mike Antonori, owner of Mama's Balls, enough for being with us this week. Uh, next week is our Rittenhouse Square Smackdown. I highly encourage everyone to tune in next week, Sunday at 5 o'clock. We're going to give you the best places and the worst places in the Rittenhouse Square area. I am actually intimidated by that because there's a hundred and something restaurants. Jeez. So if you have any ideas, Dining on a Dime at Yahoo.com. Go to Facebook. I'm working very hard. Facebook, Dining on a Dime. Look at our page at Dining on a Dime 1 on Twitter. Everybody have a great week. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on the Dime's own Kevin Wilson at Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at WildfireRadio.com.